Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. I'm Allie J. And I'm Crystal O. And welcome to Not Your Token Black Girl, where we recover from spreading black girl magic wherever we go. From careers and cocktails to men and mental health, we're breaking it all down on what it means to wear the token crown. So if you've ever said, I'm not your token, fill in the blank, then this podcast is for you. A fun and witty show that's a little bit shady, but 100% true. It's Saturday brunch combo with the girls in a quick 20 minutes. Now let's get started. I was called a bitch the other day. Yup. Yeah, I mean, you say, yeah, like that's like, I'm a bitch. Like, I mean, well, I-, I mean, it's not bitch, right? <laughs> I think bitch has a different meaning at this point. When it comes like, to your best friend, it's like, bitch. It'd be like, bitch. And then there's like, ooh, you a bitch. See, ooh, I got that one. Bitch. That's the one I got the other day. That second one. Paint the picture. Tell me the story of what happened. Because I, I can give you perspective on if you were being a bitch. Or a boss. Or a boss. Either one. I mean, you're a boss, like, because you're a boss, right? But let's hear it. I want to hear the story. Okay, so I had to make an executive decision for my business. I won't go into detail, but I had to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Numbers weren't where they needed to be. um, And for the sake of the company. um, And, you know, to be frank, for for the sake of my family, I have had to make some really tough decisions. Yeah. And someone said that the move that I made was bitchy. Mm. And I said, I I just feel like, I said, it's not bitchy. It's my job, first of all. But I just feel like if I was a different hue, um, if I was a different gender, like, when was the last time you heard of, like, a white or Asian woman being called a bitch when they had to make a tough decision in their job? And guys are never called bitch when they have to make tough calls that yeah. impact other people. Yeah. But I sometimes feel like I'm always having to combat like that angry black woman stereotype. All the time. And keep in yeah. mind, in the situation, I wasn't angry. It was, I had to make a tough call. This is how we're moving forward as an organization. Ultimately, to stop cash flow bleeding and ultimately to make sure my family was good. So I think anybody put in that situation would make the same decision or a similar decision because family comes first and it come that decision comes with being the owner of a business. Yeah. I think it's one of those things like, you know, being a business owner, you are always put in that position to where it comes, it's, it falls on you. Right. You know, so at the end of the day, you have to have your best interests. And so whoever around you is like, 
well, you're a bitch for doing those types of things, it's clear that they don't, they haven't put themselves in your position. And yeah. I think we are so hypersensitive about it. So hypersensitive. And I feel like sometimes you're hypersensitive about I it am. because we're black women. And it's one of those things where like any, I can tell you, I work with a lot of men mm-hmm. um, in my industry, right? And I also work with a lot of females. And I feel like the men at times. I feel times, like everyone either works with Men or females. Well, yeah, but I. <laughs> you either. <laughs> that is such a good point. I literally realized it after the point that I go. I work with a lot of men, but I also work with a lot of females. I just feel like that comes with well, everybody's job. It do. We both. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody works with men or females. That is. A, that's a fact. That's a fact. But Hashtag truth. That's, not alternative. Facts. That is truth. That is like a full thing. But. So what I really mean to say is I work with a lot of men that are like higher ups, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when I, and I'm like, not to say on their level, but they're, they become my client, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to meet with them. I have to like have a certain disposition, yeah. right? About myself yeah. to come across as like stern and strong. Cause I have like certain things that work against me. To make me feel like in a room full of men that sell things, right? right I'm not the strongest member in there. Right. So I think I give off a bitch vibe a lot of the time. And I've at one point I remember being in a meeting, and one of the guys at, in the t- at the table was like, "Calm down!" Like Don't told me to do calm that. down. Don't the but best way to give me hype is, is to tell that. me to calm. Don't but do that. But then it's different. And the reason I brought up I work with females as well because I work with females, but they're on that influencer side. So and they're all just so bubbly, so sweet. And I even though I'm very stern with them, yeah. like I speak to them in the same manner, they understand it because it's like you know. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. I think it just it's a weird position to be in. It's the patriarchy. It is patriarchy for sure. But then sometimes I go back and I self-reflect and I'm like, yo, in this situation, did I need to calm down? Was I being a bitch? Or was that, is bitch my boss? You know what I'm saying? Like when I start posturing myself and like really using my super stern voice, like that comes across to some people as bitch or does that just come across as like your boss? Right. You know? I mean, and then I guess... Obviously, we're two black women. Um, typically, when we're in these situations, we're the only. Yep. And that's another thing. So I just feel like I have the weight of my gender and my race on my shoulders. And I can never just be me, right? Yeah. When I have to make executive decisions. Or even when I don't have to make executive decisions. When I just have to show up and be great at my job. Am I standing too tall? Is my chest out too much? Am I sitting up straight? Like, I'm already tall, right? 5A in flats. I throw in some three-inch heels. There's a good chance I'm going to be one of the taller people in the room. So I already command presence when I walk in. Depending on who my audience is, that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. And then to have to come to the table and have a legitimate viewpoint and have the power to make some decisions. I can never just walk into the room as someone that is legitimate and capable 
and deserving of having a seat at the table. Yeah. I have to wear all of these other people, genders, race on my shoulders and constantly be thinking of, you know, am I moving my hands too aggressively? Am I speaking too loud? Am I speaking too soft? Like, did I accidentally say yo mama instead of your mother? Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many I'm things. I'm forever saying your mama about everything though. <laughs> like literally that's my only comeback ever. <laughs> your mama. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a low blow. You talking about people's mama. Every time. <laughs> I talk about Albert's mama, okay? And I Don't love... Don't talk about your man's mama. I love my mother-in-law. I love my Sometimes, mother-in-law. Sometimes, more out than I like Albert's. Wait, what? Oh, I love my mother-in-law. She's like my favorite person, right? But when me and Albert are into it, I will hit him with a yeah mama real quick. <laughs> you are trash. I'm so trash, girl, because I don't got nothing else. <laughs> I, well, like, you know... <laughs> Literally, don't talk no about other comeback. No, I mean, I try really hard, but your mama ain't never did nothing wrong. So, but I'm telling you, I hit everybody. Your mama. Ugh. So, but, but no. it's just carrying all of that. Yeah. And you know what? To go back and now that we've kind of broken down, like, our feelings about that. In that situation, when someone called you a bitch, do you feel like you were posturing as the way that you typically do? But it came across as bitch because that's what I always feel. No, because I feel like I have a just like I have a good <sighs> gaydar. Mm-hmm. I have a good like bitch dar. Hashtag mm. bitch dar. Right. Bitch dar. That's so good. I can check myself, mm-hmm. I guess yo mama myself mm-hmm. real quick. Mm-hmm. There have been instances because I am human where someone has said something slick or maybe it was that time of the month and I was just a little emotional. I've got this one-year-old who's not necessarily sleeping all the way through the night, so I'm sleepy. And I have come back with bitchiness. Yeah. So I can catch myself in those moments. But in this moment, I felt like we had been spinning and spinning and spinning and somebody ultimately needed to make a decision. And since ultimately the buck stops with me, here it is, here's the decision, go execute. Because in that moment, I'm thinking... How much money is this costing me while all these people sit here and brainstorm about what we're going to do? When ultimately we've done this repeatedly. Yeah. And we still haven't come to a solution. Since the buck is going to stop with me, here's the decision. Go execute it. To me, that's not bitchy, right? As a business owner. And if you're listening, even if you're not a business owner, you're in a position of leadership or you want to get into a position of leadership, you have to start looking at everything from a bigger picture, right? It's no longer just a meeting. It's how much is this meeting going to cost me, right? Take everyone's salary, however much that is per hour. Let's say it's an hour meeting. That's how much it costs. So let's say this meeting is costing me $5,000 and nothing's come out of it. I've got to put my foot down and say enough is enough. I've essentially spent at this point fifteen dollars to $20,000 on people's salaries who've been meeting for however long we've been meeting, three or four times so far, yeah, in hour-long increments, here's the decision. Now, was my delivery harsh? Possibly, because at this point, I'm frustrated just as a person, mm-hmm. and I'm frustrated as a business owner because y'all are costing me money and nothing's coming out of it. So I'm just going to come in and make the decision. So, But I don't think it's necessarily unprofessional or bitchy to show 
frustration or to show disdain for something as long as it's kept professional. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think for really women in general, there is this sense of like trying to scale back so that you don't come across as bitchy. And then there's that added layer because we have that intersectionality almost of like being women and being black. So then we're like even more. But I have my nice like keep it together. You know, you're your nice people voice. No, I'm saying I use throughout the day. I use my nice voice. I use my nice people. When I'm in meetings though. And I'm, when I'm meeting with my campaign managers, like I'm using my business voice. And I think sometimes it comes across a little aggressive, but, and especially when there's money on the line and especially when I'm dealing with the clients, like it gets a little bit more like my tonality changes. And I think, I even will will scale myself back, right? Yeah. But I'll give you a scenario that happened to me yesterday, actually, and I don't think I told you about this yet, but um, after that big meeting that I had, and I went into the founder of the company's office to meet and kind of pitch what I was pitching, right? Yeah. And it was actually a black woman. Okay. Which, really cool. I was very excited about that. But let's just pause there. Okay. When you're pitching to a black woman, that can either be really good because she's like, yo, we've got this connection. Or it can be, yo, we've got this connection and there's only room for one token. That's the problem. That is so problematic for me, too. And I hate that more than anything because I'm one of those people that's just like, I want everybody to win. Like, I'm rooting for everybody black, okay? I'm rooting for everybody. (laughs) Okay, Issa, okay. (laughs) No, I bought an Issa Rae shirt recently because Issa's literally my favorite person. No, I'm your favorite person. Besides you, (laughs) she comes a close second. You're number one for sure. She's like 1.1. She is bad. She (laughs) 1.1. Like, Issa. But, and I bought, I really did buy that shirt, which I love. But anywho, so I'm rooting for everyone, right? Like women in general, I'm just like rooting for us all to be like rising to the top. Our best. But the problem is, is you're right. Sometimes with black women, it is so competitive. Like it's so much like headbutting of like, I don't want to tell you what I'm doing. I don't want you to be trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, it's whack though. Like I hate that. I like I hate that mentality. Yeah. You know. Um, but what was this person's mentality? Back to back yeah. to that. So this person is actually went to school with my mom. Okay. Right. So and I found that out later. So she didn't know that while I was in the office. Okay. Found out later. So Tell she's your mama older. To call her. Close I'm this trying, deal. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but anywho, so I'm she to telling you that mainly to tell you she's older. Right? Yeah. I come in there. She seemed optimistic. She was a little standoffish at first, and then the first thing she did was she was like going in on her people don't know what they're doing, kind of throwing her whole team under the bus. Don't do that. Right? Which, one, I don't like that. Right. Like, I don't respect that because I feel like if I become, if I pull you in as a client and I start working from you, what keeps you from meeting with other teams and saying the same thing about me and tarnishing my brand? Right. Right. So I didn't like that. But then she kind of scaled back. But she was, then she starts talking about the money piece. Right? Like, we don't have the money for that. We can't afford you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and but the way that she was doing it was really aggressive and really harsh. And she paused and she goes, I don't want to come off like I'm angry. And I'm like, for you, I, I'm glad that you were like self-aware enough to see that you were coming off angry. Right. But yo, 
Like, I hope this is not how you are with everyone that walks in. Right. Like, I hope you're just feeling a sense of comfort because it's me. We're the same hue. Yeah, but. But don't do that either. But, and I didn't like, but I didn't like it because I was like, she came off very, like. Angry black woman. Um, And it, mm. it really pissed me off because I'm just like, I don't want. Like, it, to, to combat a stereotype, everybody's got to be on board. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have some people that are trying to, like, negotiate this presence of, like, being a boss. Right. Instead, of, and, and really self-aware. Right. And then have these other people that are, like, my boss is bitchy. Like, I'm yeah. going to just tell you like it is and blow it. And neck was rolling. Like, it was a whole thing. Like, she got so out of her character from what I was expecting that yeah. it, like, threw me for a loop. Which, in that situation, I'm gonna tell you, I would have said that she was acting like a bitch. That's fair. Yeah, but that's my story on that. How that happened <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think this is anything that's gonna go away anytime soon. It's been around, you know, forever. It's just frustrating when you have to encounter it. And it's so in your face. And I just feel like in the beginning of my career, this never really crossed my mind, right? I was always the token. Mm -hmm. So I blended in. I didn't ruffle feathers. But as I've moved up in my career, I've had to make big calls. Um, And when you make a big decision, some people are going to agree with it. Some people aren't. And I still felt like that token. But now that I had the power to really affect people in their jobs and and their careers, it wasn't seen as, look at all of this tenure that she brings to the table. Look at all of this experience. She is um, equipped to sit in this role and therefore make these decisions. It was, that's a bitch move, right? So it just kind of undercuts everything that I've worked for leading up to that. Yeah. You know, because leaders, people every day are going to make calls, decisions, do things that you don't necessarily agree with. But do they have to be a female dog because of that? No. You see what I'm saying? And I just never see other people having to combat this as much as black women. Like, when was the last time... Trump was called a bitch. I probably I mean like outside of us. You know what I'm saying? Like besides us. It's also not a female. I think Okay, when was the last time Hillary Clinton was called a bitch? To her face probably probably not. Okay, and why is that? I mean, could it be her hue? Yeah. Or her straight hair. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? Like, I think that, like, that does play a role in it. And it we I, I feel like we get it a lot harder in that sense. Yeah. Like, we instantly, people are like, aggressive bitch. Blah, blah. Like, those are so synonymous, right? Like, yeah. with how they feel that we are. But, and I don't know why I'm using the word they. Like, who the fuck? I mean, who's they? <laughs> I try so hard not to use the F word. We're going to work on it together. Work, please, together <laughs> like a team. But, like, who are they? Right. Right? But 
no, we she she's not going to have to deal with the same things as us. But I think Hillary is not a good. You know who I would think about? Oh, Angela Rye. She, she gets, is a queen. And she gets called a bitch a lot. And to me, she has a very strong. Like, I look at her and I'm like, that's how I want to position myself when I'm yeah. having to stand in these meetings, yeah. these sales meetings and pitch. And all she's doing is spitting men. facts. And she spits and she's so intelligent. But she's one of the people that I look at and I'm like, yeah, they're calling her a bitch, but they're not calling the other white commentator. Mm-hmm. That's next to her. They're not saying the same stuff about her. No. And she is saying that she may be saying similar things. Maybe right. it's a competing um, perspective. Right. But they'll be saying the same thing. And I've seen it. And I've been like, I go on Twitter and I'm like, everybody's calling Angela Riot bitch. And I'm like, she's not. Like, she no. is just passionate and she knows and what factual. she's talking about. So yeah. I don't understand how someone who is passionate, factual, and has the justification to sit in that role yeah is called a bitch i think it completely like i think the word bitch can kind of like roll off your shoulders right but it's the fact that you don't believe i'm justified to say what i'm saying in calling me that you know what i'm saying people don't feel like angela rye is justified to say her opinions in that manner and if they looked at her background, they would see she is more than qualified to have a voice yeah. on the topics that she's talking about. Yeah. Just like that little skinny, funny looking girl, Tommy, whatever her name is. Yeah. She to me is a bitch and Absolutely. aggressive. Like, but because she is a white woman and she's supported by the majority of that side, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they it doesn't come across as she's being a bitch. She's being passionate. Is she's what patriotic. The, yeah, patriotic. Like, girl, bye. Bye. Like, that to me is so, it's irritating. Like, so. I just don't like it. But, I don't know. I wonder, my thoughts are on this too. Like, how are black women as a whole, like, do does do all black women feel like, when they walk into a workplace, they have to position themselves a certain way in order to like climb the ladder or in order to, you know, not be considered the bitch. Right. You know, like I think about that and I feel like it's something that, yeah, they probably do. But is is everyone self-aware enough right. to be like, let me, because I think about it a lot. Yeah. No, me too. Like when I go into meetings, I'm consistently thinking about it. Like even down to the way that I dress. Yeah. No, for or sure. Or wear my hair. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you guys think? Hit us up. Let us know your thoughts. Um, great conversation. We can always continue it offline. Yes. See ya. This is Allie J. And I'm Crystal O. And that's it for this week. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 12 p.m. Central for another episode of Not Your Token Black Girl. And also be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google. And follow me at Basic Alley on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Crystal O. You don't need to be employed to get employee-level vision coverage. If you're retiring soon and looking for a way to continue caring for your eyes, get a VSP individual vision plan at vspdirect.com.
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.